It's Spence, the evil genius, with your lab secrets tip of the day. Hey guys, today I want to do something a little different. I want to show you step by step how to launch a niche site for monetization. Now, we've had hundreds of requests over the years for people to say, hey, I need the tools or I need the software, I need the plugins. But now we're actually able to deliver a fully ready to go, quick launch version of any kind of site. And what I'm going to do in this video is show you sort of a way to cheat. Because instead of making you do it yourself, I'm going to show you how to do it yourself, but I'm also going to give you the fully finished product that you can launch in three minutes or less, because that means you can actually go to the end, get your site set up yourself, fill in your own type of niche content and be up and running and absolutely no time at all. Okay. If you're excited, this is, I think the first time anybody's ever done this and we're really kind of experimenting now and seeing how amazing it can be. So let's jump in. First of all, the monetization method I'm going to show in this video is basically old school. It's doing a niche content site, but the twist on it is rather than focusing on a lot of written content, I'm going to focus on the idea of using videos that you curate out along with descriptive texts so that you get the kind of ranking and the kind of social network traffic that you might otherwise have a harder time getting with written stuff. Now, again, I'm not going to get into the details of SEO and I'm not trying to draw a line in the sand here, just saying that this is a really fast and easy way for anybody at all to get going, even if you're not the best author in the world. Because video content with the right description can be really powerful and still rank very, very highly, in some cases more highly than uh, otherwise. So let's get started on the idea that I had to come up with some idea. So I came up with a little keyword tool research and I stumbled around some article one day about this thing called Mimikaki. And Mimikaki is basically an ancient Japanese tooth um, Q-tip. It's a wooden tool that has a little scoop at the end that's used by Asians for cleaning their ear. Uh, obviously before Q-tips were invented and it's something that is actually very pleasurable and relaxing. Um, a lot of people now actually pay $30 an hour to have uh, somebody do this for them. So it's kind of an interesting little niche and something that I couldn't find much uh, real good content on. But at the same time, I went to Google's AdWords keyword tool and this is available at adwords.google.com and you can just Google keyword tool. Uh, and I just typed in for ear cleaning and I got a little verification. Again, this isn't a, a video about SEO, but it has 110,000 um, global monthly searches for the terms ear cleaning and a nice sort of long tail for the more descriptive versions. So this would be, for example, a, a good result in my opinion. Anything that has over 100,000 globals is probably broad enough to be uh, a, a nice little niche that you can get into. And the competition, it says is not very high, it's at medium. So again, let's just say for the sake of argument, you can refer to a lot of other tutorial content or go to one of your other uh, resources for figuring out how to use this tool more efficiently. But this is the basis for our example site here. Now, the next step is that you need to be able to launch a WordPress site. And we've made that super easy as well. Uh, in addition to giving you basically the whole package to quick launch this, we can also get you set up for a special deal. Uh, with Bluehost for $4.95 a month if you click here at labzip.com slash hosting. Otherwise, feel free to use any WordPress host you want. It really doesn't make any difference. That's not the point of the video. We offer supported uh, versions ourselves at Labzip, um, but feel free, like I say, to use anyone you're comfortable with. Once you've got WordPress up and running, of course, that's where we're going to show you the next step. And what we're using for this is a very, very popular free theme from wordpress.org called Pinboard. And Pinboard is nice because it gives you a lot of the features of Pinterest 
including it's a responsive design and it also has this what we're going to call a masonry layout. So let me go to the site itself. And what that means is, depending on how you scale the site, the uh, windows or the little blocks will fill in. So as you can see here, some are bigger, some are smaller, but they all organize nicely with this almost tuck pointing like space between them. And that's really ideal for watching videos because what happens is, um, depending on the amount of description or anything else, you get an appealing visual look where you can see what is exactly in the video, but it doesn't mean that everything's just a boring grid. And that's my opinion. Now, the other thing too I wanna to show you here, uh, I'm gonna scale this window. Let me get rid of that backdrop there. When I scale this window, you can see that it also is mobile compatible, and that's what I meant by responsive. So this is gonna work as well on an iPhone or an iPad or an Android as it would on your desktop. Really, really handy. All right, good. Now, the next thing I want to show you is that we've set this up so that people can submit the videos. And that means that what we want to do is make it easy for people who find these niche uh, videos to send it to us in addition to our finding it ourselves, because that's a way to kind of, um, I, I call it Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn, but that's a way to basically outsource for free to the people interested in your topic. And all we've done there is gone ahead and made a link called About Us Submit Video. And I'm going to show you in a second, we've made a very simple description about what this site does, which is it's family friendly and we avoid content that's offensive. But basically, we talk about the main thing, which is we're talking about posting all these really related videos about ear cleaning, which is our niche content uh, keyword, and that it's very relaxing and it might be relaxing for you too. So try it out. And then below, we say, if you want to submit a video, it's real simple. Just give us the URL of the video and the title and send it. Right? So we don't have to make it hard on folks, and we also don't have to worry about them using their own email or anything else. Very important, when you're doing some kind of niche content, make it easy for people to send you stuff. Next, let's talk about the theme itself and what we did to lay it out. So in addition to be able to scale and be responsive, when you click on one of the thumbnails, it takes you to a larger size video. We've added a couple features in here. First of all, of course, the basics. We've got a full width display here of the video, so it's not distracting. But we've also done something where, as I'll show you in a second, we've removed the related videos. Because what happens is normally when you watch a YouTube video, at the end of the video, you know, it comes on and says, would you like to see more of this? And then it takes you away from your site. So we've installed a plugin that I'll show you in a second, which basically turns off that functionality and means that at the end of a video, they stay right here where you want them to. Next, we've gone ahead and made some categories, of course, so that somebody can filter out. And this is one about adult ears, Americans in the video using a Q-tip. We've got the social sharing that, of course, is always necessary for Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Pinterest, which is big, as you'll see in a second. And then here's a couple other things. I've added in a favorites. So this means that even if somebody has not logged into the site for any reason, and right now we're not talking about monetizing by charging, we're talking about monetizing by increasing traffic to this site in order that at the end we might be able to apply either ads or we might be able to apply some kind of affiliate product. But if I want in the meantime, even if somebody isn't logged in, they can click add it to their favorites. And then you'll notice over here we've got your favorite videos. When we refresh the page or when they browse to another video, they now have that as well. So that somebody can go ahead and actually save the videos that they really like, even if they're not logged in, so they can come back again and again. As long as they have not uh, cleaned their cookie out, this will remain. So again, making it a little easier for them to come back and watch whatever videos they want. 
Okay, a couple other things we've added in here. We basically got um, on the left hand side a thing called recent videos. And what we've done here is made it possible for somebody to easily trace back. This is sort of like a sidebar um, breadcrumbs. This makes it easier for somebody to trace back the last five videos that they've watched without having to clutter up the screen and also in a way that works well, as you just saw, with the responsive design. So again, like you saw, I was on Epic Battles, or I can go back to How to Clean Your Baby's Ears. I can go all the way back the last five videos that I've watched, and we can adjust this if you want, and I'll show you in a second. And then there's the thing called Most Favorited Videos, and what's nice there is that's a little bit of a crowdsourcing as well, and this keeps track of all of the visitors and what they've favorited. So after you've got a lot of content, people can actually see very clearly which are the ones that are the most popular, and those float to the top, as you'd imagine. So this one is uh, apparently the most favorite. It's very relaxing to watch. And, you know, of course, they get the additional social verification here of where it's been uh, shared. Okay, so these are the basic elements. The last part about this that I really like with this particular theme is that it's got some built-in social sharing at the top. And what's key when you're building one of these niche networks, especially if you're trying to do it real quickly, is to engage people from those major networks, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. So what we did is we set up accessory sites real quickly. So we set up a Facebook site right here. And one of the things that's important is that we're automatically able to take a video that we post and launch it onto Twitter, onto Facebook. So it's one step can launch it onto both right from the site. Uh, we've also set up, of course, Twitter. And the purpose of this video isn't to show you how to set up Twitter, but it's important to mention that if you want to make these niche sites work, niche sites work, you need to set up your accessory social network sites as well. So the big three are, of course, the ones that match over here. Google Plus, I think I'm going to suggest is something that's optional. Uh, if you're into it and you find it work, feel free. But for this purpose, I've only set up Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. And then there's this nice search right here, which kind of pops up. Okay, let's go to the back end and I'm going to show you how we set this up. Because remember, at the end of this, I'm just trying to exemplify that this is a package that you're going to be able to take today, launch it, three minutes later, begin switching out the title, the name, the videos, and you'll be up and running with whatever you want to do. Okay, so when we go to the back end, let's start with a theme. As I mentioned, we're using the pinboard theme. And you can use any other theme you want, but that obviates the need for us to give you this tutorial package. Pinboard is the one that's going to be given to you in the quick launch. Next is we've gone ahead and uh, set up the theme options. So you're going to go under Appearance, Theme Options. And these will be already configured for you, so you can just modify them. But let me just talk about what we've set up. First of all, we've got the special transition effects for the dropdowns. And that's something that's nice. If we're using it, it probably won't matter. But in the event that you want to, there is an optional bar that can go across here. And let me show you where that's at. If I was to go over to Appearance, Menus, you'll notice that my default menu is called blank. But let's say I wanted to add in a new level of navigation. I can make a new menu here, and I'll call this uh, Primary Navigation. I'll save it. Let's say I wanted to put in a couple links there. So what I'm going to do is first of all switch the primary menu to that. And then what I'll do is add whatever links I want to from categories or pages and whatnot. So in this case, maybe I want to add these four links here. I add them to the menu, and then I'll save. And I go back to the site and I reload, you'll see that now I've got a navigation bar 
where those are as well. This can be changed in color and everything else, but again, it's just that flexible. And this package we're going to give you makes this as easy as I just showed you. You can turn it on or turn it off. So what I'm going to do is actually leave it in there so you'll get it. But I'm going to return to what I created as a blank menu because the initial concept was to keep this super clean, right? Just know that it's there. So the next step is going back to theme options. I had left that on so that if you wanted to have drop downs, there's some nice navigational uh, transition effects. It's very smooth. It looks like it fades. Um, there's an option here for a light box that we're not using. Uh, that would be if you put some imagery in there, you can actually have the, the thumbnails will pop up into the screen and you'll have a nice dark background on them. Lightbox over here, I'm sorry, that actually crops those images. Lightbox actually opens those up in the lightbox. Navigation, this is interesting. This is called infinite scroll. And there's three choices here. You can have them as static links, you can have them as Ajax links, and you can have infinite scroll. Now what infinite scroll means is that similar to Pinterest, if I go to the front of the site, and it's the first time I've loaded it. It's going to load a certain number of videos. And then as I go down, watch, it's going to fill them in. Did you see that? How cool that was? Now that's great. And if you don't have anything in the footer, this is the way I would recommend you do it. So this is the way we're going to give it to you. Because this is exactly how Pinterest itself works. Now, on the other hand, if you wanted to maybe be more efficient and not force too many uh, downloads to go into a person's browser, maybe they're on mobile all the time, you can go with the option just having Ajax links. And that would work very well as well. There'd be a button, you'll see when I save this, that will say load more. You see that? So that's not a bad way to go either because now a person has control over how many more posts to add at a time until they reach the there are no more posts. All right? So either way is fine. I'm going to leave it an infinite scroll for right now. And I'll save it. Okay, the other options here are really simple. Post navigation labels, we can have this sorted. So, uh, or the labels can say older post, newer post, next page, previous page, numbered, uh, whichever you want. I like it older and newer, it just sounds right, but you can have next and previous, that's fine. I went ahead and put in the URLs, the full URLs for that Facebook page and the Twitter account and the Pinterest, but you can see that you can also add in for Flickr, Vimeo, YouTube, Google Plus, and more. Uh, real simple. Homepage. Now, in this particular layout, this is all a grid. And I like it that way because the layout itself just starts you with the newest video. If you wanted to feature certain things, this theme has both a slider at the top and it also has the ability to do a full width post. So let's just say, for example, I wanted to put two full width posts in before the grid. All right. I go ahead and put in the number two and I'll save it. Now watch what happens here. See that? Now I got two big videos and then the grid below. I'm not a big fan of this for a lot of reasons, but if you're into that, it's very possible to put as many as you want. Um, I'm going to change this back to zero. And now let me show you the slider. Now the slider only works with sticky posts. So what if I wanted a slider of videos? Well, I click on to show the slider. All right. I got to save it. But now I have to do a sticky post. And what's a sticky post? Well, a sticky post means... I went to my post area under all posts this is kind of weird because I have to use the quick edit button but I've hit quick edit you'll notice right here it says make this post sticky this is probably the hardest thing for people to find I had a long time where I was looking for this myself it's only available for some reason when you use the quick edit but let's say I made this one sticky 
and I'll make another one sticky. How to clean your baby's ears. I'll make that sticky. Okay, now I made two sticky posts. Let's go back and refresh the page and you'll see there's this crazy big slider and that has those two posts. Again, this is fine if you're into the idea and it's it's very attractive slider. But for our purposes, I think we should stick with the monetization idea means just get them to the video fast. Let's not distract them with a slider or any other stuff. So let's turn these off. I'm going to undo the quick uh, edits. Okay, and now I'm going to go back over to the appearance theme options, and I'm going to turn that off. But at least you know it's there. So I'm going to say not display a slider sticky post. Let's go through the rest of the settings here. Real simply, um, the portfolio page is irrelevant to this. There is an actual layout that's nice if you have imagery or other things you're looking to focus on. But in this case, we're talking about just monetizing by showing three to five new videos a day until we can build up the traffic of followers who are going to just constantly visit and constantly increase the traffic numbers. So we don't need to distract them with that. I've turned on the Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, and Pinterest. As we mentioned, if you're not into Google Plus, you can turn that off. And that will remove what you're seeing here normally. That'll remove this icon here. I think since it's not hurting anything, we can leave it on. Uh, you have an option of displaying uh, an H card box featuring the author's name and bio. So watch, if I save that, that's going to give you information, if it's relevant, of the author right over here. In this case, TriCloud. In this case, since I'm doing all the publishing, don't really need it. This is going to be a somewhat automated process, and it's not about the author, so I'm going to turn that off. And then finally, if you'd like, you have the option at the bottom of uh, built in as a copyright notice, which you can modify, and you can also give credit to the theme, the author, and WordPress if you want. And again, these are all open source themes and plugins, so you're able to do anything you want within the rules of the GPL. Let's talk about the design options. There's not much here that you need to worry about, but you can just change the colors of the basic elements here. Or you can do this with CSS, which is not the purpose of this tutorial. These are going to be left alone because, again, in this quick launch, you're going to get exactly the package you see here. Layout. Now, this is important. So, again, in this layout, I've gone with what has a header area, a left sidebar, and a right content area. But that could be flipped around. If it's your preference to move the sidebar to the right, no problem. Check this layout. Save it. And very quickly, when I reload the page, whoops, you can see that that'll just flip it over, right? Whatever your preference is, super easy to do. I kind of like it here with the left-hand side. It just felt better. You can also do where you have split 50-50 columns, or you can have it no columns at all, and then the widgets will be at the bottom. You can also have this super wide format, which is the same idea. It just forces it to be full width versus this uh, no sidebar at all. Now, you can also go ahead and change the amount of content inside of those grids. You see here I've got it set for four. And that means that when I go to my home page grid, that it's going to show four columns altogether. My sidebar plus three contents of video. If I wanted, I can make those videos bigger by switching to three total content columns. Page columns. And you'll see now I've got one, two, three. And the same would be true for two. I like it with four because it gives more content right on the front page. 
you get two other options here. You've got the sidebar columns. That means that in the sidebar, there's actually um, a way that you can put in a box and you can add multiple widgets at once. And if you want to have three columns in there, you can do it. I've just set it right now for three, but I'm not using it. So if I was to show you, for example, over here, boxes, and I added widgets in here, I could put three widgets and they would display in three columns all within the width of this sidebar. Really kind of cool, and it's nice if you're going to put in some very tiny little widgets. But for this example, again, we're not using it, so I'm going to ignore it for now. Right, going back to my options, let's finish that up. We basically have here um, footer sidebar columns. That's the same idea. I am not using footer columns here, but if you wanted, you can have a footer that has as many columns as you want. Two, three, four. Very simple. Again, not going to use it here because I don't want to distract people from the videos. Okay, you have the option of hiding your sidebars in the responsive layout on mobile devices, which I'm not going to do because I want them to show up when they scroll down. Um, those have some important features like the favorites and the most favorited and that sort of thing. And you can also hide the footer widget area. I'm leaving those off. And finally, I mentioned, I remember I told you you can add anything you want into the uh, custom CSS right from here, and this is very convenient. Even though there's not a child theme with this, if you ever wanted to update the theme, this will go with it. Or you could always save this on your desktop and just paste it back in. Make sure you have a copy of it. And when I'm done, I click on Save Settings. And that's pretty much it for that. There's two other options here. Typography, which allows you to use these various fault, uh, default font families and the sizes. And this is not really that hard for anybody that's worked with any WordPress theme, so I'll leave this alone. And lastly, SEO. Um, I am kind of kind of saying leave this alone because if you want to do other SEO, we're including this package, the really, really great um, Yoast uh, product or plugin for SEO. And I'm going to go over that in a second. So I would just leave this alone. But basically for all of our metadata and all of our keywords and other title stuff, let's use the specialty plugin that's really the best in the business. Okay, so leave this alone. All right, so that's it for the basics of the theme setup. Let's talk about some of the plugins. I'm going to go over here to our plugins, installed plugins area. I'm going to show you what we've put in this package for you. First of all, there's the Ajax Thumb Rebuilder. And that's not really necessary, but what it does is that if you ever have a specialty situation like we have here, where we're not actually showing the videos on the front page. You may notice that, but I just want to point it out. What I'm showing is thumbnails of the videos. Because what I found is if you embed natively, a bunch of videos into your home page that actually is going to decrease your page load speed by or I should say it's going to increase your page load speed exponentially I don't want to do that what I want to do instead is make this site super fast but I still want to know that people can get to the videos so what we're doing here is we're using the YouTube video embed but we're gonna extract the thumbnails and save those as our featured image so that all people see are the thumbnails as compared with seeing the videos loading. And that means that we may need to actually resize all these and make sure that they fit. So when I look at this plugin, this Ajax Thumb Rebuild allows us to go and resize all of the thumbnails as necessary whenever we need to, right? So if I was to go over here to my library, you could see that I've got basically all these little icons, right? But in the event that I ever needed to resize them, I could go ahead and use the tool called Rebuild Thumbnails and it'll show all the thumbnails here and I can just select certain ones or toggle them all on and off. 
and I can click rebuild. I can also choose to only rebuild the featured images. So just know this is a nice little tool to have in the event that you're just, you got a variety of different sizes and shapes and you want to get them all scaled to the native size that you've set up. Now, next question is where would I set that native size up? Well, it's under settings, media. This is the default WordPress area. And here's where you set the default thumbnail size. And I did it 240, 135. I also set the medium and large size. Now, as you know, with WordPress, you can set three different sizes so that whenever you upload an image, all three sizes are created at once. And that's super convenient because you can reference them um, in your themes or in your posts. All right. Now, next, going back to the plugins, we've got set up over here a couple other things. We've got code styling localization. This is one of the coolest plugins we use because this allows you to translate many of the words and phrases on your site whether to be in another language or just to make them different. And where I use that here is a couple areas. First of all, I'll give you an example. If I go over to Epic Battles, an ear cleaning video, at the bottom, you see where it says, did you like this video? Share it with your friends. Well, it didn't say that originally. It said, did you like this post? Now, I could have edited the theme. I could have created a child theme. I could have done a lot of things. But by using code styling localization, I saved all that trouble, right? So let me show you how that works. If I go over here under um, localization, tools, localization, this allows me to go in and access the language files for the theme or any of the plugins. And in this particular case, I went ahead and set something up which was for the theme because that was natively an option in the theme. So I went over to themes and I know that I'm working with the pinboard theme. Now you'll notice on the right hand side here, I've got a language file. If you don't see your native language, you can go ahead and add a new one. If you do see your native language, then what you want to do is basically either start from scratch to rescan it for all the words, but I already had that going. Or in this case, just click edit. And what happens is here, you can go ahead and see uh, or find terms that you want to change. In this case, remember we were talking about this said, did you like this post? share it with a friend. So what I did is I typed in, did you like this? And then I clicked this box called non-case sensitive because I didn't want it to be searching only based upon lowercase letters. And you see here, oh, it said, I'm sorry, did you like this article? I clicked on edit and you can see it's super easy. I took the original and I changed it to this. So it used to say, did you like this article? Now it said, did you like this video? And then I saved it. And the next step, the most important, is I need to use this button here called Generate MO File. And what that does is it generates the special language file that is used by WordPress to replace the term over here. So it says the replacement one. All right. Okay, now that we've done a little bit of uh, research on how to use code styling and localization, let's talk about the contact form. Remember I showed you earlier that I want to make it easy for people to send us a video. So we created a page called Submit Your Relaxing Your Cleaning Videos. And we gave, again, a basic description, and we talked about maybe a link to Wikipedia here that talks about relaxation of the, uh, of the person by grooming, etc. Then at the bottom, we put this very simple little contact form in, and that's where people can submit a YouTube video URL and a video title. And we did that with Contact Form 7. And that was simple, too. So we used Contact, and we created a new form here by clicking add new when you look here all we did was basically to generate um, a form that had the video URL the video title and then a submit button and 
over here we have a an email that comes to me at my address I set something up here you can change this this was ear cleaning at lab secrets you'll change it to your URL and it said basically a video is submitted with this URL and this title and that's it now this isn't being sent to anyone else this is coming to me so that when somebody actually sends in or submits a new video I can see it right there and I can immediately go ahead and check it out and if it looks good I can add it in now there's ways to even automate this further using gravity forms and having them submit a, a draft post but I didn't want that I didn't want it too complicated because again this is the public so just to keep it simple and prevent people from messing with me too much and I don't want to have people log in I just made it where they can send me a link and the neat thing is this only goes to the email so it's not really going to be abused because it's separated from the rest of my email by using this unique uh, address okay now I'll leave this for another tutorial because we talked about how to use contact form 7 and really power this up but this is enough for this uh, part of our little example let's go back to plugins go through the rest of the features we've got the disable comments again I just explained we're doing a niche site now many people believe that it'd be very beneficial to have comments and I think it's true for building up a traditional site with a lot of text in this case I really am taking my inspiration from those video sites that are one directional only these are really for people to come and visit and watch but I don't want to hear from them it's more work than I want it's more aggravation that I don't want I don't want to have to moderate those comments I don't want to filter them just build traffic numbers only so this plugin disable comments allows you to go ahead and pretty much turn off all the comments and we've got that over here book comments you can see here I basically disabled comments on the posts and pages and media if you want to not be distracted you can also remove all the other administrator options so that when you're actually in the post editor you don't even see the options for setting up comments but more importantly to me it was just turn it off for the public side of things okay here's a big one Google Analytics for WordPress we were talking about this before this means that I want to basically set up the analytics in the most ideal way with the variables and all the other things necessary so if you click here on settings you can see that this enabled me to go ahead and put in the tracking number and pretty much set it and forget it this covers everything necessary and it's probably one of the better plugins out there so unless you just really want to put the manual code from Google this is a great way to go hide YouTube related videos this is the thing I referred to earlier this is the plugin that makes it possible so that when you embed a, a video from YouTube that when it's finished and let me just show you this it won't show related videos let me just see if I can go all the way to the end here okay so you notice it doesn't do anything about the ads but those can be clicked but you notice we're at the end and nothing popped up that said see other video or related videos and that's really cool because that's going to keep people on your site next we've got lab custom functions now these are some things that we've set up we're going to include here that gave you a little bit of tweaking of the theme and the header and some other stuff the biggest one here I did which is included is made it possible to add a little icon onto the otherwise text title so this means that I get the best of both worlds with this theme where I can have a little custom icon but I still get the text and you can see that's normally set up over here under header normally with WordPress themes in this one you can have either text or an, a graphic but I wanted the best of both because I wanted the SEO value and I wanted to have the cool font uh, sizing 
So in that custom plugin, I made it possible so you can just change the URL if you want and add your own little icon instead. Okay. And there's a couple other functions in there as well, but nothing worth really discussing. Okay, so going down the line, we've got limit login attempts. This one is huge. Uh, we have hundreds of clients every day reporting to us or that we manage who show that they're getting people basically trying to brute force log in. So number one rule I can say in all my videos is do not ever, ever, ever use the name admin for your administrator account because that is the number one place these bad guys look because it's the default from WordPress. So don't make it 50% easier for them to break into your site. Next is this limit login attempts pretty much keeps you aware when people are trying to bang on that door. So it says, how many retries are people given? How much time will they be logged out? How many total lockouts until they get a, a day long freeze, etc." And this to me should also have email to admin checked because that means if after a certain number of logouts or lockouts, they don't get in, it will let me know. I usually set that to two. If somebody's trying to log into your site where you're not even allowing logins, I would set this to zero or well, maybe for yourself, set it to one because basically what you're saying to yourself is, Hey, somebody's trying to log into the site and they're not even supposed to be logging in. So, you know, why give them the benefit? All right. Let's go back over and finish this up because we're almost done with the actual plugins. Okay. So finally we've got video thumbnails. This one's key. Remember we talked about at the beginning of this video, how I don't want to have a site that's slow to load. So even though it's possible by default with this theme to have, the actual videos show up here in thumbnail size, it's just going to be slow. It's going to be really slow because you're waiting on YouTube to load all those separate videos. So instead, we're using this neat little plugin called Video Thumbnails. And this is how it works. When you create a new post, you basically have a thing here, Video Thumbnail. So if I was to go to YouTube and grab a video, I can use the native WordPress functionality to go ahead and put it into my post. And by the way, in order to make this work, I'm using standard. I'm just using the regular post format. Even though I could go to video format and show those video thumbnails, I'm not. So watch what happens. Let's go to YouTube. I'll get any video. I'm just sticking with our, our theme here. We'll go ear cleaning, right? So we're going to go to this video. Okay, and I'm going to share it. I'm going to get the, the URL. I'm going to copy that. I'm going to go back over where I'm doing this post and I just post the URL in there. I don't need the embed code, just the URL. And maybe I'm going to grab the title. And I don't know what's in there. So I'll say, choose from the most popular tags. Maybe there was an adult in there and they're doing Mimikaki or something. That little tool we talked about. Okay, and I'll add my category. Okay, so now I've got the YouTube URL and I've got some basics in here and I'm gonna do this SEO at the last point, but I'm gonna say, save as a draft. Make sure I don't lose it. Okay, so now if I want, I could do the SEO, but since we haven't covered that plugin, I'm going to come back to that. Let's say that I had finished everything with SEO and I hit publish. What's going to happen is it's going to automatically give me the video thumbnail. You see that? Now I'm good to go because now that I have the video thumbnail, I can go ahead and 
you can see it's put it in as my featured image, right? So this is basically a plugin that generates automatically the featured image from this link to the YouTube video. And that's a cool way to do it because that again is going to make it possible for me to have a fast loading site without it being much more distracting. I mean, if you see that, that's pretty cool. Now the site loads fast and people click on it, we'll get the actual embedded video. Okay. Now I'll leave this here because I'm going to come back to this because the next thing is WordPress SEO. Again, it's a real all-in-one solution and it pretty much is the industry number one standard. So when we go over here, there's a lot of stuff you can set up. Don't worry about it. We're going to go with the basics and I'm not going to go into this plugin. All you need to do for this is use what we've set up. But just so you know, most of these options are things that you don't have to change again. Even out of the box, this will help quite a bit. The biggest thing we did here, the number one thing, is we had uh, our own little template for post types and taxonomies that gives a meta description. And what that means is this is what's going to show up in the, the Google meta description if we don't otherwise have something better. So remember we were over here on the post. If I scroll down here, see this here? This is that default template, the default meta description. See that? So this means that if I don't otherwise type something here, by default, at least it'll say, watch the ancient and relaxing art of ear cleaning, picking, and massaging. And that's pretty important because this is what people see when they search in Google, right? And you want to have something that catches the human eye and actually also works with, uh, you know, Google's search engine ranking uh, algorithm. Next is you've got the keywords and the SEO title. Again, not trying to get into that here, but what we would want to do is make sure that the title we used has the same things as our keyword. And in this case, actually, it's pretty good because it's ear cleaning. And so that shows up. And then you can do keyword. Remember, we talked about we're doing ear cleaning is what we're looking for. So watch. I type that in. And it says for me, yes, in green. The heading is good. I've got it matching up on one. The page title is good. The URL is good. Content, no. And that's because I haven't put anything here yet. So what I want to do is a basic description that would get into what's in the video. Now, you know and I know I haven't watched this. But let's say I watch the video and I'm saying, oh, it's a... A nice lady getting her ear cleaned, etc., etc. So, in this really calming video, a an attractive young lady has her ears cleaned with a variety of tools. This ear cleaning is quite relaxing because of the lighting. Now, I did a couple things here, one of which was I made sure that we had one reference to our keyword, and you'll see why. I'm going to go ahead and update this. We go ahead and you see now content comes in with yes. It's got one reference to our keyword. Now we've got our meta description. Now, in this particular case, we could just ignore this because the default template already has ear cleaning. But if we wanted to, we could change that to something custom. Watch a super relaxing ear cleaning of a nice young lady. You see how that changed automatically? Now I've got green light on all the, the, the key elements article heading, page title, page URL, content, and meta description. Which means that even though there's no guarantee it's going to rank well, it means that at least I'm basically following the 
recommended guidelines for how to get the best out of Google. And this is what it would look like in a search end result, right? So again, this is something for another tutorial, but if you don't do anything else, at least know, follow these basic guidelines. And when you go to set up your version of this quick launch, go under, again, uh, we can do it here, dashboard for SEO. You're going to want to go under actually titles and meta and post types. I put that in. I put it under taxonomies. And if you want, you can even do it for other like archives, but I didn't find that was necessary because I'm not using archives. So change at least your default template for post types and taxonomies to whatever would match with your keywords so that when you go ahead and post your own content in here, you'll get similar results. And let's just finish it up. I think pretty much we've covered most of those plugins here. We've got one last one, which is the favorite posts. And remember I showed you how that was over on the front of the site. We've got the ability for people to save their own favorite videos, even if they're not logged in. And it's got this little widget here. Now you don't have to worry about setting this up because we've already put it into the pinboard template in the right place. That's one of the little key functions in our lab uh, uh, plugin. We've set this up already. But what you've got now is the ability for somebody to go ahead and have their own favorite videos and also track how many other favorites are on the site by quantity. There are, I think, one or two settings here. Uh, favorite posts. And the settings are pretty simple. You can pretty well say only registered users can favorite, but we don't want that because remember, this is a site we don't want people logging into. You could decide whether or not you want to change it from a little star to a heart or a big star. You can even use your own custom image or no image at all. I like the little star just because it's very non-obtrusive, right? You just barely see it. And then lastly, you can also have statistics enabled, which means that you can actually see those numbers we talked about, right? And I think this is cool because when you get a lot of visits, this might be a way to very quickly sort out for people which of the videos to pay attention to. You can change the... Uh, language here of course as well. Now remember we can also change this via code styling localization but thankfully this plugin gives you the option by default to change all the stuff here and that's kind of cool. So in this case um, if I want to change add to favorites I could say you know favorite my videos or something. And I update it. And you see this word here watch what happens refresh the page, favorite my videos, right? So either way, code styling localization or do it here. Put this back to add to favorites. Simple to do. Now, if you're having any trouble or conflict with your jQuery or your JavaScript, you could turn this off, but we've tested this and it's fine. So what have we done? We've covered pretty much the whole gambit of if you were to set this up on your own, if you were to start from scratch with a WordPress site, if you were to install the theme, install the plugins, customize it, do all the things that I've shown you, you would probably spend the better part of a day. Most of our customers spend more than a day. They spend usually weeks because a lot of this stuff is difficult. It's just a lot of details. So what we've done is put this together in a quick launch format and made it possible that you can get this going right now. And I want you to go ahead. There's a link at the bottom of this video where it's posted that will show you the rest of how Quick Launch works. But basically, our Quick Launch works with Manage WP so that you can take the file that we give you. You can use Manage WP to launch it onto your site in under three minutes or less, guaranteed. And what you end up with will be an exact clone of this site, including the content we've given you. 
Now, the best part is you can always go to earcleaningvideos.com where we've set this template up because you can use this as a reference source. So even while you're working on your own site, you can come back and refer to this one. And what we encourage you to do is to find your own keywords, your own niche that you think you can go after. And what the goal is here is to see whether you can instantly be up and running with a website, a domain, content management, and a niche idea. And then when you start to build traffic, because you got Google Analytics set up, you can see the numbers coming in. That's when you can apply what we'll show in another video, which is our monetization strategy to either get ad-based revenue or an affiliate product tied into this. But before you do that, you have to walk before you run, right? You have to have traffic before you can start pitching to them. Now, this doesn't cost people anything, so there's no barrier to them coming, but you have to get the traffic in order for people to go ahead and actually want to use the site. So let's worry about that in the next video. Next is use the social sharing tools that you'll set up for yourself. Remember, you want to set up your Facebook, your Pinterest, your Twitter, because this is the best way possible to get things going. And I wanted to show you that in the end. Remember we talked about how these tools allow somebody to come to your site and say, oh, I love that video. Well, we all know how Facebook works, right? So they click on this and they launch their Facebook application or they can tweet it out, of course, with a link back to it. Google Plus, we know how that works. Pinterest is really the cool one though because with Pinterest, what happens here is that they can go ahead and set it up on their Pinterest as a board. I set up a few examples here. But then when they go to their actual Pinterest board, they can go ahead and share this with other people. So for this kind of content, I think Pinterest is one of the best ways to socially share it. And you'll notice also that people from there can share it with Facebook or Twitter or email it, etc. So I encourage you to definitely set up Pinterest and use it yourself because if you do a bunch of niche content uh, videos on Pinterest, it's very easy for other people to find them and to collect them and to share them. And they'll all lead back to your particular site. All right. So hopefully this has been a new experience that's been favorable for you. And I really encourage you to get the download, set up your own quick launch and let us know how it goes. Right. Um, we've always got new people coming to us at LabZip or at Lab Secrets with, wow, I started a site and now I'm so excited because I didn't think it could be possible. But now I did. I want to do more and show me. We've got literally hundreds of videos and other tutorials. We've got all the plugins and everything you need. So that's it. Hopefully you'll have the same result our other customers have. This is Spence, the evil genius. We'll see you next time.